Rob Ryan, Anthony Tapfer, Brett Druck, Jared Berenstein. They are four comedians. They're also real good friends. Working on jokes, the fun never ends. They're asking each other, is this anything? I had an idea uh, like a couple of years ago to, to release a book that was a comedy special, uh, which is something I have thought about <laughs> on and off since then. You should see uh, Matt Jenkins's. He did something yeah. very similar to that. He did that. Oh, he did? Wait, is mm-hmm. that the guy that does the stand-up shot specials? Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then he so, just printed, printed one out in, into a book. And, oh, he, uh, he <laughs> that's yeah. funny. He printed it into a That's pretty yeah. great. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, people love it. Yeah. So I'm one of those people. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in it. Oh, you're in it? I introduce him. Oh, yeah, Brett cool. opens for Matt for his book. Oh, that's yeah. great. I would probably do it without pictures, though. This way it would be easier to make into an ebook. Mm. You can put pictures in ebooks, I think. Yeah, but the formatting, <laughs> well, the formatting is. I got to have a color printer for the internet. <laughs> Well, if it's just text and somebody's looking at it like on a Kindle or something, mm. they can adjust the size and they can customize it mm. how they want to look at it. But if you have pictures, then it's more, uh, you know, it's kind of set. Set in stone. Yeah. yeah. What if you do it in all macros? In macros? Yeah, like the, when people arrange uh, alphanumeric stuff to make a picture. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. I guess that could work. I think they're called macros. They might be. I, I don't. Uh... Magic Eye would also work, maybe. Because <laughs> remember Magic Eye? Oh, yeah. I remember Magic Eye. I could, I, one of my eyes doesn't quite focus together, so I can never see the object. Ah, uh, stereos. That sounds like it should make you amazing at it. Because you're supposed to, like, not focus on it. You know what I mean? I think one of my eyes doesn't stop focusing on it. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever it is that makes it not work is what your eye does. Yeah, here, look at this. Ready? Watch my, watch my left eye. Ready? Your eye looks like a boat. <laughs> it's a kangaroo boxing. But if you see, my, I can move just my left eye. That's so like, weird. Yeah, I can like cross it just a little bit. Oh my gosh, you guys are in 3D. I, 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 stopped, <laughs> I stopped focusing on this conversation and all of a sudden... <laughs> whoa. Maybe we should get to work. What do you guys think? Ah. <laughs> we should probably start the show. <laughs> that was Patreon content, right? All right. Yeah. Patreon content. Woo. All right. For all you freeloaders out there, welcome to <laughs> another episode of All You Parasites. <laughs> <laughs> Eating up free material with no regard for oh. our effort. Uh, all right. Rob, yes, that sir. intro was Press sounding in. like it was going to be fire, man. It, it sounded like it was going to be fire. Mm-hmm. Let me start again. Hi everybody. <laughs> Hi everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Is This Anything? Where four people who happen to be friends are going ahead you saying jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Is This Anything? My name's Rob Wright. I'm joined by Anthony Caffer, Brett Truck, and Jarrett Berenstein. Today we are going to be unlocking the secrets of our new jokes. Um, right here, right now. Pitching them, punching them up, all the fun things. Jarrett, what is our order for today? Our order is Brett, Jarrett, Anthony, Rob. Hey, hold nice. Up today. Good order. Hey. Great mm-hmm. order. 
It's a great, uh, a great intro. Just Robert. do that every really week. Good intro. Yeah. The same also, order? I was yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind if I was first once in a while. Oh, change my mind. Change my mind about it. We're going to change the whole show. <laughs> what are we going to call it now? <laughs> Wait a minute. Have we not been putting you first specifically for that reason? Yeah, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't prefer it before, but now yeah. I, don't, I don't have a problem with it anymore. All right. There's we'll a throw that back in the There's a, a lock <laughs> on Anthony, and yeah. Jared will just release that mechanism. Mm-hmm. It will be like when you, when you fold a hose. Like, you're going to go first like a hundred times in a row now. <laughs> yeah. The Germanator is, is, is right off camera, right? It's directly mm-hmm. to your left. Yeah. Damn, never seen it, but it's right if I, I've heard a lot about it. If I move my camera like half an inch in either direction, you'll see the Jarbinator. Wow. The Jarbinator is a huge machine that goes, it starts there. It's, it's, some of it's up here, the me- mechanism. Some of it's over here. And you'll also see um, uh, just like a dozen different fruit spreads for Jared to choose from. <laughs> it operates at such a gentle hum. I don't even hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't even notice yeah. it. It often sounds a lot like Anthony's air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> no, sometimes it goes bleep, plop, plop, bleep. <laughs> and it does do the beep, beep, beep noises as well. Um, All right. Red okay. Druck. I'm going to do something a little different today. Uh, so uh, I feel um, like I have a superpower when two people are having a conversation and I'm witness to it and one person is m- not understanding the other person. I almost always know what the person thinks the other person is saying and what that person is trying to say. And that gives me the ability to often resolve this miscommunication. And I never do it because it's so much more fun to just watch it happen. <laughs> um, and this is, this is an example. Uh, my friend Ariel and I once uh, went to get ice cream, and the girl behind the counter uh, asked him a question. And the first two times, he thinks he has no idea what she said. The third time, he's pretty sure he knows what she said, and he thinks she said, what kind of cone? Um, but this is how that conversation actually went. She said, uh, cup or cone? And he went, huh? And she went, cup or cone? And he went, what? And then, mind you, I know exactly what's happening. I'm watching all of this. I'm not doing anything. And then the third time she goes, cup or cone? He goes, oh, what are my options? (laughs) The look on this girl's face when her only option was to say cup or cone a fourth time (laughs) was just, I've, I've, a few times have I laughed that, that hard in my entire life. Um, And so I just, I never interfere. I love that so much. I like that premise because I'm sure everybody has experienced that moment where mm-hmm. where they know they know what both sides are thinking. You know exactly the miscommunication. But I think like, most of the time they want to help. Mm-hmm. I I don't know that I've seen right. somebody sitting back going, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I like that twist on it. Uh, I'm sure you could probably do a fun analogy to other superheroes not using their powers because it's more fun. Oh, that's you great. Know. Yeah. It's like, Superman, you know, you could just melt the, the, this metal and release the hostages. And he's like, yeah, but I don't know. Wouldn't it be fun to see him get out? Like, by themselves? <laughs> like, how would they do that? All of a sudden, <laughs> Superman is Bartleby. He's like, I'd prefer not to. <laughs> 
Come on, Bartleby. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I don't know what reference. What is Bartleby? I totally don't get it, but I tried to smile to yeah, support. I, 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 Rob was the one who was very honest with you. Yes, yeah, so you should have said guys. You should say, come on, Rob. Uh, what is Bartleby? It's a book and a movie. About? Excellent. I, know, I don't need any more information. A guy that would prefer not to. Oh, well. Uh, okay. That's like his catchphrase. I prefer not to. Okay. When was this movie? Uh, when was this? When did this take place? Uh, the movie. I don't know if there's a few movies. The 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 one I saw. Oh, there's a franchise. Crispin Crispin Glover was in the one that I saw. I, it might have been a reboot of a movie. It's like an old book. I don't, I don't remember from when. Is this like the Barbie well, from like March of the Wooden Soldiers? Is that the same guy? I don't. Is that not spelled the I same. I don't thing? think so. Okay, I don't. Is know. this movie in color? Yes. Okay. Crispin Glover. You know Crispin, Crispin Glover. Glover. Yeah, Crispin Glover. He was in some black and white scenes in Back to the Future. <laughs> I beg your pardon? <laughs> Brett scratched his head like as if it was like an obvious tell that he was lying. Yeah, Glover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, the, when they took the flashbacks to, to him as to his, his father. It's like, it's almost like have you not seen Back you to the Future? You haven't seen Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> what? You know when they go into the yeah. past and the past is all in black and white? I'm thinking of uh, Pleasantville. There you go. <laughs> Was Christmas Glover in that? Think of Jeff Daniel. No. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Thinking of the general with Buster Keaton. <laughs> uh, sorry, I didn't know the reference. I haven't read the book. I haven't seen the movie. I, I, don't, I didn't know who it was. Well, you guys aren't cultured enough for my references, so. <laughs> um, so, as far as my joke goes. Yes, I was going to say that. Um, <laughs> or a, st- a story, it felt more storytelling to me than my normal style. Yes, and I was going to say about the story. I like the story. I've seen plenty of comics, um, you know, engage with, get away with, be successful with, whatever. Stories just like that, where it's just something that happened. And, but it's speaking to a larger truth that, as Jared put, pointed out, that we all have been at least at one point or another. And I just, I like that. Uh, um, now, was there too much confusion? Am I taking too many detours in like the, the stops along the way where I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there, like I'm not getting to the, the funny response of what, what are my options is really the punchline there. Um, that's the funny part of it. Am I, t- am I distracting from that too much? Have I given too much information on the way up? Like, have you forgotten what I've told you in the beginning hmm. about uh, he, the no, first two times I mean, I think, that, that all came together? I think you can trim a little bit of fat, but I didn't think that you were being too effusive. Okay. I, um, I like the story uh, and, and the punch is great. Like, what are my options? And, and you're like, she has to decide if she wants to say it a fourth time. But in the setup... You mentioned that you know what both sides are thinking, and uh, I wanted to know what he thought he was hearing each uh-huh. time, <clears throat> since it was in the setup. Because hmm. he just goes, what? And then she says it, and he goes, what? Well, I say the first two times, he has no idea what she said. Mm-hmm. The third time, he thinks she said, uh, what kind of cone? 
Right, but I guess because your wording says I know exactly what both of them uh, are thinking, as yeah, opposed yeah. to I know the exact problem, mm. I know the exact miscommunication that's happening, I'm aware, you know, it's mm. so, yeah, there's a little bit, I agree with Anthony, that I was like, oh, I wonder what he's thinking, I thought it was going to be like this, he's thinking this, but she's thinking mm-hmm. that, but he's thinking that she's thinking, whatever, mm. but it didn't turn out to be that, which was fine, but my brain did start to wonder if that's where it was going to mm. go. Yeah, this isn't very uh, demonstrative of that specific superpower, it's more like you just heard what you were saying, and right. that guy didn't. You have better hearing than that guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm saying I'm a hero. Oh, that's true, because in the setup, I thought it was going to be more of a thing where two people were misunderstanding each other instead of not hearing each other. Mm. But I did really like that situation because, uh, because of her deciding if she was going to have to say say it again because what are the what are my options and then the options are the thing that he couldn't hear three times right uh, is is very funny so maybe i have to i'll have to tweak the setup a little bit mm-hmm. or uh, if you have another uh, example if you had a uh like maybe there's a first example that is more of a misunderstanding and then the second mm. example is is this thing because th- this is very funny but it's it's sort of different from what i thought it would be based on the setup well, that sounds like a problem with your expectations. <laughs> <laughs> mm, and who set those expectations, Brent? Anthony. What? Right. right. <laughs> I got <What>? you, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having my back. <laughs> uh, I have a story that I might share now f- during my time uh, that is similar to that, but it was happening to me where I was mishearing somebody, and then my response... Okay, well, it's not your turn right now. I would love it if I could remember more of those situations, because I've had moments where, just like you, it's like, the, the layers go so deep. I'm like, wow, I know exactly what this person's expecting right now. I know exactly what this person's thinking and expecting right now. This is so fun. It's almost like you you're watching your own situational comedy because you as the audience have been given more information than either one character has. Right. Uh, and you, you just decided to be the viewer. Uh, yeah, so I like, just want to watch the show. Yeah, you're in a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, this is, when does this get to happen? <laughs> Where I get to be third person omnipotent and I know exactly what's, what's going on, or omniscient rather. Not, not uh, uh, weirdly enough, I, I found uh, that to be a coping mechanism uh, with personalities that I had to run into a, a lot that I found very frustrating um, is to look at them like they were a sitcom character. Um, ah. And be like, oh, that's their thing. That's what they always do. So instead of it being frustrating for me, I'm like, I know it's coming. So when they do it, it's just amusing. Oh, then do you become the laugh track? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you just laugh at everything because everything, yeah. everything's funny to you now. Uh, that's a good way to put that, yeah. Like, this guy's, his, like, character always punches me in the face. <laughs> it's hilarious. Instead of really painful. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That was good. Uh, good feedback up. But uh, that's all I got for today. Cool. Nice. I like that. I like it a lot. I yeah, think that could be, I think that could be, a, if you have more examples, I think it could be a really long bit. Yeah, I definitely do. I'll just have to think on it. Okay. All right. You guys ready? Ready. Yeah. So ready. Okay. 
So I have one bit today that I think will probably take up the entire bit. So I'll just go through the whole thing. Uh, I saw this video of someone giving their cat catnip. And the cat gets all high and acts funny. So like that's a kind of video that's all over the place. But I think it's weird that we give catnip to cats. Because it's not like medicinal or anything. We just give it to them to trip out, purely recreational. It's the only recreational drug that we give to animals. Like, we don't give elephants molly and then videotape them rubbing their trunks on their face. Oh, God, this feels amazing. This feels so... I am never going to forget how amazing this feels. Although I would like to give mushrooms to some kind of apex predator, like a shark, and watch them get really emotional with a dolphin. Like, I'm so sorry that I eat you sometimes, but think about this. When I die, everything eats me, and that's our journey. <laughs> Cats are the only animal where we're the drug dealer. And what's worse is that we're creeps about it. Because instead of paying for the drugs, we're just like, no, we don't need money. We just want to watch you use it. Maybe put it on YouTube or something. Yeah, we don't give recreational drugs to any other animal. The only thing that even comes close is when you go up to a dog and you go, who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? Because that's like cocaine for dogs. When you do that, a dog's brain is like, what's going on? We're going to Vegas? We're going to Vegas? We're going to open a restaurant in Vegas? Whatever it is, I'm in. All right, that's it. That's my bit. Hey, wow, I love great. it. Wow. Yeah, I like it. And I've been thinking about that too, about how cat, catnip is, is drugs mm-hmm. and everybody's just cool with it. Yeah. But if you blow yeah. weed smoke in your dog's face, you're a monster. Well, that's also super bad for dogs. <laughs> the reason why Steve Hofstetter's dog had seizures is because he ate an edible. Oh. Yeah. So this is. <laughs> I Do I have, have to, to edit this out now? <laughs> Only if that's how you. I mean, that's on you. So that's, that's, Well, he didn't you know. give it to him on purpose. No, 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 no. Somebody, oh, yeah. like, this was in L.A., and it was just, like, on the ground, you oh, know. God. Yeah. And from that point on, he was very, you know, like, I think when we were on tour once, he ate, like, a chicken bone or something, and Steve got, like, really worried about that. So, you know, this is not an indictment yeah. of Steve as a dog owner. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was very protective. Too protective. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, Any thoughts on that, guys? Dude, I love that. Um, you know, a lot of times you'll come in with things <clears throat> and you're doing the thing you should do, which is you're effectively like overwriting or you're, you're trying to nail every sort of uh, angle just to see which ones stick. You're throwing a bunch of stuff against the wall, right? Uh, but in this case, it, you know, every time you went to a new thing, I was like, oh, I like that too. I was like, what? Elephant? Funny. You know, shark thing? Funny. <laughs> you know, dog? Funny. So it was, what, what, a, what a success. I really feel oh, like. Oh, sweet. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you hit hit for the cycle. Uh, I'll, I'll put it. I'm like, I, I would. Um, yeah, I, I loved all the angles too. Um, <clears> but I, I would love for you to give me names for the, you know, the elephant version of catnip, whether it's ear nip or or fint nip or or whatever mm. it's going to be. Um, I would I would like a specific. Oh, instead of saying Molly. Yeah. Just to make up something like because uh, catnip is isn't. A drug to anybody but cats. So it's yeah. a, a drug specific to elephants. Like there is no catnip for elephants. You know, you know to, to push back against that thought, I mean, Jarrett has the molly, he has a very specific molly high that the elephant goes through. And then the shark has a very specific shroom high that the, the shark goes through. So to speak to that note, but maybe flip it, maybe you can conjecture as to what is catnip? What kind of drug is it? Mm-hmm. You know, we have 
marijuana, we have mushrooms, we have heroin, we have cocaine, all very, very different things. But we just have catnip. <laughs> it's just drugs for cats. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, so I wonder if we, what the, what's the, what, if you look at a cat, what it, what it does on catnip, like right. what, when, when a human does a drug, what drug does he do that looks like when you give a cat catnip? Yeah. What? And I'm not 100% sure what the answer to that is. Maybe it's, it's, it's kind of acid? a combination of a lot of things. Because mm-hmm. yeah, it sometimes kind of seems like weed. And they get kind of playful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sometimes it seems like ketamine. <laughs> it's, it's ketamine? A, ketamine. Yeah. Nice. Ketamine. Because <laughs> they get hyper and then they get mellow. Mm-hmm. They get excited. So it's. People always compare it to weed because catnip looks like weed, but the mm-hmm. effect that it has is is not exactly like when a person smokes weed. Mm. So it's kind of like it's every drug for them. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. They go okay. through all the stages of... <laughs> they go through everything. They start off kind of... Uh, it starts out kind of like Molly because they like rub their face where if you just put it like on a pillow may- or something, they're like rubbing on it. That may be permission for you to, to go through the specific type of drugs with other animals because you're like, they go through every drug. Mm-hmm. They, they, they basically go through every experience. Is that who's... What? Will you tell her to shut the fuck up? <laughs> uh, what, what if... Uh, yeah, so, so maybe that's, that's permission now for you to mm-hmm. say, this is like every drug for the cat. And I would definitely love to see the mushroom aspect of sharks. And I'd definitely love to see the molly aspect of... Mm-hmm. Elephants, if there w- if there was a catnip for them. No. Okay, all right, that's interesting. I like that idea. You could still come up with yeah. You, I don't know if that's what you were saying, but you could still come up with names for what they would be and compare them to the, yeah, the right. drug. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that what okay. you were saying, Brett? Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I was saying the other part, but yes, you could definitely include my first note in that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anything else for this one? Uh, no, I, I I liked I liked all of it. Yeah, Sweet. I like yeah I like it. And uh, as you know, I am a fan of uh, taking mushrooms with violence and and combining those in uh, in, a, mm-hmm. in, a, in a joke idea. I think it's very funny. Sweet, excellent. Well, I have a short another short one that's like not really a good idea, but I can. <laughs> Let's hear it. Let's make it good. All right, I want to make sure. Okay, nothing else for that one. Uh, I like how dictators always have very elaborate military outfits with tons of metal and flair, very stiff-looking. Sometimes they have a sword. Um, that's why I liked uh, Gaddafi, because he was in pajamas. That's it. I, I don't understand. Was he, well, I don't get the pajamas thing. I think Gaddafi is the only... And I could, I'm pretty sure I'm getting the, the dictator correctly. The only dictator that wore just like very long, flowing robes. He looked very comfortable all the time. Mm. You know, so like I said, this is a good joke. It's just an idea. I, it is funny. I just didn't. I didn't. I don't know Gaddafi well enough mm-hmm. to know his attire. Rob, Anthony, do did either of you immediately think about what Gaddafi wore? Yeah, but I know he's only done it on occasion. I've definitely seen him in the full military garb. Oh yeah, uh, uh, as well. Where I'm just like, I'm like, ah, but I've mm-hmm. seen both. Yeah, maybe the joke is just about how you know dictators should be wearing pajamas. They should be because you have all this power. You know why be uncomfortable? You know, right. dictators well, should show that people can't take it from you. Like, mm-hmm. I see a guy in pajamas. I'm like, I could take his job. <laughs> I can steal your country. <laughs> yeah, I could overthrow him. 
I just like that you threw Gaddafi into your joke like you were Dennis Miller or something. <laughs> Maybe you could throw Bartleby in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a reference that everyone will get. Well, I thought you guys read books and watched movies, so <laughs> apparently you're not cultured. So. No, all we do is work on our jokes. Yeah, <laughs> doing it, but I didn't feel like it. Okay. Well, obviously that dictator joke is perfect and done, so we can move on. <laughs> uh, I'm going to pause for a second and grab an ice pack from my computer. I, I would say... Um, you could still. I think the the idea of the, that contrast of a dictator in pajamas is still very mm-hmm. funny. So, but I think the heart of it, it should be uh, maybe just like I don't know if you're familiar with Gaddafi, but uh, in addition to his general makeup, he's the only uh, you know attire. He's the only dictator that I can think of that would ever wear like long flowing pajamas, and uh, that that may be the the intro into mm. to that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I understand the idea of like. You know, you have to project military power. Maybe the bit can be that that to me feels like when a dude is walking down the street with his like hand on his girlfriend's neck, like so that she doesn't get away or something. (laughs) Where it's like you're just trying too hard to project power, you know? Or it's like if you see like a little guy who is you know, being very mouthy at the bar, like, it's probably, you know, he could be drunk, or he could be, like, Manny Pacquiao, you know, (laughs) who's just, like, an incredible fighter and tiny. Oh, right. So I want to be the dictator in the bathrobe, because then people will be like, he must be extremely powerful, you know. (laughs) Maybe that's the, uh, maybe there's something that could be done there. Yeah, I think that's funny, too, just like, Mm -hmm. uh, why why do dictators always do this? It seems like they're compensating. Mm -hmm, I would just wear... mm -hmm. I would just wear, you know, um, a, 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 a onesie, snuggie. What are they called? Those mm-hmm. things. Oh, yeah, romper. I would just wear a romper. <laughs> oh, a romper. A Spider-Man romper. <laughs> People are like, I'm not fucking with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you make it about you as a dictator, then you can wear whatever mm-hmm. you want. Like, the premise of the joke could even I, be how dictators usually look uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then you can say... If I was a dictator, I'd wear pajamas. Then you don't even yeah. need the Gaddafi That's very thing. relatable. All right, I'm all. saying yeah. this just so I can get it on the recording. So maybe this goes into, like, you know, well, we all think saying. that dictators are bad because every dictator is being a dictator the wrong way. You know, I, you know, wouldn't, you know, you, every dictator does X, Y, and Z, you know, and, and they're miserable, and then they, you know, they die in a hole. Because everybody hates them, and other countries are trying to kill them, and everything. And it's like, what did you? You were so, you know, paranoid, and you dressed so uncomfortably, you know, just for this to happen to you. I would be such a better dictator. First of all, pajamas. Second yep. of all, you know, blah blah blah. Maybe, Slumber maybe parties. There. Slumber parties. <laughs> there are other non-pajama things, but I just wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> just to line those two ideas up next to each other. Well, if we should pajamas, do it. I'm always ready for stories. Oh, shit, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about what boys we like. Oh, no, sorry. That's a, also pajamas. <laughs> if you're a dictator wearing pajamas, why wouldn't you have a slumber party? Drinking it would help your likability. Yeah, exactly. I'm always ready it, for it. You call it a general's meeting. I call it a slumber party. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. Especially when uh, you know 
Gerald Fitzgerald is talking. Oh, boring, right? <laughs> Everybody. Snoozeville. Okay. All right. You, thanks so much for one, your help. You'd want have one of those sleeping caps. <laughs> but it's got, bad, it's got mad badges on it. <laughs> <laughs> medals. And all my medals are like, you know, best hug. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's good. That's kind of a funny idea also, like. The, you know, medals, you know, the Purple Hearts was wounded. There are no fun military medals like, you know, shot a can from really far away. <laughs> They're just merit yeah. badges that you get. The Boy ones. Yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Maybe that ties into the um, uh, participation trophy bit that I was working on with you guys earlier. All right. That is well over my time. Uh, thanks so much for your help, guys. That was dope. Nice yeah. job. Mm-hmm. Thanks. All right, Anthony, you are up. All right. I have this. This is a concept more than uh, anything that I would consider finished. But I want to talk about how when you're a kid, uh, there's some things that are considered cool that are not cool, not as cool when you're an adult. Like, uh, when you're a kid, it's really cool to sleep uh, in the top bunk of a bunk bed. Uh, if you so, like, if you're if you're a kid and you're in the bottom bunk, you're kind of a loser. But then you become an adult, and the adult version of the top bunk of a bunk bed is a loft bed. And adults only have loft beds when they don't have enough room in their bedroom to have a normal bed. And there's no bottom bunk, so it's kind of like a lonely bunk bed. Um, so, uh, and then I think where I would go with it is that I think there's two directions I could go. One of them is that the kids that sleep in the that slept in the top bunk are more likely to have loft beds, and kids that were uh, that got stuck with the bottom bunk are more likely to sleep on a mattress on the floor. Or it could be that they switch, like the kid who got the the bottom bunk maybe is the guy is the adult with the loft bed because they're trying. To, they're like, finally, I get to I get to experience what it was like. But either way, there's that, that person was a loser through their whole life. They got stunk with the bottom bunk and then tiny bedroom as an adult. I, I, I like it a lot. I wonder if there's room for misdirection there in to be like, you know, the person on the, uh, the top bunk, they're now in a loft. And, the person, and, the, and, you know, they don't have enough space because they need a loft bed. So they're kind of a loser. And then the person on the bottom uh, is their roommate who's also a loser. <laughs> uh, so they're just both losers now. Well, I was thinking similar where it's like, you know, when you're in the top bunk, the bottom bunk is like your little brother or your best friend, you know. But when you're in a loft, the bottom bunk is your kitchen. Oh. You can't, you can't oh, hang out with it. It's like something. a studio apartment and yeah. then it's also a loft bed. Yeah. I, yeah. What, I, what spoke to me most in this joke was not the connections you were making, but uh, just the, the loft bed is like a lonely bunk bed. That's that, that, that idea and that concept kind of made me laugh, you know. And then rounding that out with the bottom bunk 
being akin to just the mattress on the floor now. Um, those two ideas, those two visuals were just very, very interesting to me. But I felt like you were almost bending over backwards to try to figure out how to make the story work. Yeah. Mm. What, what if uh, when you walk into people's apartments, you can tell what bunk, bunk they were on as a kid? Mm. You're like, mattress on the floor. Ah, bottom bunk head. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. loft bed? Top bunk guy. Yeah, maybe like, they like that. Maybe the framework for the joke could have something to do with the various stages of bed height. You know, like mattress on the floor, do without a job, uh, you, you know, like mattress too high. Um, you know, that's uh, uh, somebody very, you know, with a lot of throw pillows, very, very anal, you know, crate and barrel addict. Uh, you know, any higher than that, you're in a bunk bed. And that's awesome if you're a kid. Really depressing if you're an adult. Um, yeah. Something like I that. Actually, By the way, yeah, if you're in I, a... Oh, so go, go, go no, on. no, I, I, I don't know where it is. Because this is an old idea. And I have it in my phone. But I think that there's a notebook somewhere. Because it's not in here. But, but I did, I did um, start writing something about how uh, your success uh, level as an adult has, has a lot to do with how far away from the ground your bed is. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. loft bed is you're a loser, uh, but mattress on the floor, you're also a loser. So somewhere in the middle is like, mm-hmm. uh, where, where you'd want to be. But I, yeah, I forgot about that. Cause I, I didn't have that written down in this, in this version of it, but I, I like that play, playing with the, the height as a, as a way of judging. Yeah, you, you know, the loft bed could be even higher than the bunk bed. So it's like, you know, that's, you know, now, now we're a dude without a job again. And then the higher the bed gets, the worse it gets. Like, you know, mattress on the roof, you're obviously a homeless person. Um, but then if you get really high, now you're sleeping on a private plane. Like, that's either dope or you're a stewardess. <laughs> I, I was going to yeah. say, uh, if... If you're in the bottom bunk, you're a loser. If you're in the top bunk, you're kind of the cool kid. If you're in the top top bunk, you're in a Malaysian jail. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have three levels? Uh, sometimes it's just like weird hammocks hanging from the ceiling. Yeah. I've never been to a Malaysian jail. Oh, wow. uh, you gotta go. Who, who's not cultured now? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, Brett, your gap year sounds insane. Dude. <laughs> uh, I was so, thinking that um, not only where you sleep in hype, which I love that idea. Um, I might even introduce it as starting from the floor, you know, oh, that's bad. And as you get up, you get better and better. But if you go too high, then it, oh. it, the, the process reverses uh, would be one way in which I would do that. Second thing I was thinking about was also where in the house one sleeps when you're sleeping in the basement loser. And then you graduate to first floor, top floor, you know, master bedroom. But then you're in the attic and then yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're grandpa. <laughs> oh, that's really good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now you're the... Uh... No, you're the crazy person that doesn't know, that the family doesn't know is living there. <laughs> Hi, yeah, hiding out, squatting you're in an attic. Drilling holes in the basement, <clears throat> in the ceiling. Right. Uh, on the, don't people in Japan sleep on the ground? Like, that could be another level. Yeah, losers. Yeah, <laughs> <all> losers. <laughs> bed height is weird. If you sleep it on, if you sleep, you know, if, if your bed is not a frame, you're a loser. But if you go lower than that, you're in Japan. That's nice. So, so you're you're saying that that really the uh, it because fe- it feels like all of you guys are saying that the fr- framing it as 
comparing it to being a kid with bunk beds is not even necessary. Right. Yeah. I, I think that every note that we've had so far hasn't even touched on that, <clears throat> which would lead me to believe that we don't need any of that justification uh, to just kind of go into the, some of the fun stuff about it. Because the okay. kid stuff, is, I don't know. It just seems like you're trying to make it happen. I thought of this, by the way. Uh, hey, did you know that people in Japan also sleep on the floor? And I'm like, I didn't know Japan's band didn't make it either. Japan? Everyone in Japan. Everyone in Japan joined <laughs> a band. band. Didn't make it. Didn't make oh, it. their band didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they all culturally. <laughs> they all want name to one band. famous Japanese band. Right. You can't. <laughs> K-pop took over. <laughs> Cool. So that, that's pretty helpful with that. Do you guys have anything else? Do I have time to move on to something else? Yeah, let's go to something else. Go for it. Um, okay, let's see. I just have some, I just have some short ones. Um, what's the, everyone wants to be a contrarian, but not me. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, that's great. Brett doesn't like it. <laughs> I laughed. I, do you want me to you knock his camera? Out? Am I on a uh, uh, flight and I have and I'm in the aisle seat where I have to help people out? I have to verbally confirm that I like the joke. Yes, <laughs> I am able-bodied to help <laughs> people like in case of an emergency, and I enjoy the part this of joke. your brain that <laughs> was like, I need to. I need to be more effusive about this joke is the same part of your brain that's, that feels inconvenienced when you're sitting in the aisle. It's so weird. <laughs> and you need to no, hear. No, I don't Sometimes feel inconvenienced. It's just that it, they, the person they won't let you nod. They, you, have to, <laughs> you have to verbally confirm that you oh, are able yeah, yeah, yeah. The emergency room. Yeah, yeah the yeah, emergency room. That's what I meant. <laughs> oh, it was coming to me. I need verbal confirmation. I'm glad we fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of want I want like one more bit of that joke like whatever you imagine a contrarian doing you know like um, maybe you could plan a heckler that says yes you are <laughs> <laughs> this might be a little precarious but I was thinking like everyone wants to be a contrarian but not me what do you guys think and then whatever because it's like very vague what you're asking the audience to do no matter what they say, you go, oh, yeah, I agree. No matter what it is, it's like oh, weird yeah. noises or laughter or someone shouts out yes or whatever. And you go like, oh, cool, me too. Yeah. yeah or you could ask them a specific question. Uh, what, what do you think? Should pineapple go on pizza, sir? And he's like, whatever he says. You know, the, yeah, yeah I agree. <laughs> <laughs> that could be a fun crowd work right. thing to do. Mm -hmm. Might be fun too if you went. Uh, all my, all my, um, all my friends in New York's great or whatever. Living this kind of lifestyle, whatever. It's great because all my friends are contrarians. We disagree about everything. Um, you know, we, we. It's it's always hard to meet up though because we never agree on a place or we never settle on a, a, a spot to go. Something to the effect of her like the the difficulty of being friends with contrarians all the time. Every time mm. we hang out, it's always in a different place than everybody else. On a different day. <laughs> We've never seen each other. We've never seen each other, yeah. It's, it's like the relationship joke that you have of, of whatever, of not seeing the, the girl that you're with. You can oh, yeah, long the long-distance Format-wise, if you take Rob and Jared's suggestions, the, uh, uh, 
I'm friends with a bunch of contrarians, uh, but we've never met because we can't agree on a place or time. Place or time, yeah. Yeah, I do like that. It, it kind of reminds me also, I had, I had a joke that I was trying to work on for a while about um, being in a relationship and arguing about, like one person says, you love to argue, and then, and then I'm like, no, I don't. And then we argue about arguing. It was something like that. That was the concept. I don't remember the, the wording of it. But I, I never really could get that to work. And I wonder if a concept like that could work in this con contrarian bit. Uh, sorry, this isn't about what you just said. This is about the, the having friends contrarian idea. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, we, we, you know uh, we can never agree on a time to meet up. There was one time we were supposed to meet up on a Tuesday, but I liked Wednesday better, so fuck those guys. Something like that. What happens when contrarians agree? Oh. They play the MTV, the, the real world. <laughs> <laughs> the real world. <laughs> <clears throat> I thought contrarians was just when you're a fan of the video game Contra. <laughs> I thought we were just part of a group. But you were wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not going to play? <laughs> what if I told you everybody hates this game? <laughs> no? Okay. Um, yeah, anyway, there's some good stuff in there to play with. I think it might be it might be better not to say everyone wants to be a contrarian because not everyone does. But I like the idea of maybe framing it as as I have a lot of friends that are if if a joke bombs you can later in the set say everyone wants to be a comedian but not me <laughs> <laughs> or I could call the audience contrarians because they refuse yeah. to laugh at my joke <laughs> <laughs> yeah if a joke misses just be like ah oh, a bunch of contrarians <laughs> 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 typical. Typical. obviously that joke is very funny <laughs> <laughs> you guys disagree <laughs> if you could somehow squeeze the phrase contrary to popular opinion in there as well somewhere if it becomes a longer bit you could, i don't know i like i like getting the word contrary in there as well sorry i don't have anything better for you contrary to popular <laughs> opinion that that could be whatever like if the if the line is i have a lot of friends that want to be contrarians well i guess it doesn't really work it only like everyone wants to be a contrarian but not me contrary to popular belief something then whatever mm. the next part is like that could be that could be the bridge yeah potentially but i don't know how i don't know how this joke would work if i change it to be my friends i mean i guess it would change the whole it, it, yeah it's a very separate idea i will admit yeah. i just i heard the word contrarian i thought of a thing but the idea that everyone wants to be a contrarian you know, obviously we know what you're talking about, like these days or it seems like or on Twitter or whatever, like, mm -hmm. but you're just not saying that. Everyone wants to be a contrarian, but not me. It's great. Uh, everyone wants to be a contrarian, but not me. Do you like pineapple on pizza? Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm actually friends with a lot of contrarians. Um, just because I thought a contrarian was someone who really likes the video game Contra. And, uh... <laughs> Get it all in. <laughs> Get it all in. And Bartleby. 
<laughs> I prefer not to. I prefer not to. What if uh, it was? Wait, did I did I say this already? Everyone wants to be a contrarian, but not yeah. me. I agree with all of them. I don't think I heard. I agree with all of them. Because <clears throat> if you agree with a contrarian, I don't know what that makes you. <laughs> it makes you contrarian to whatever they were disagreeing with to begin with. Because that could be a third party. You're a contrarian ally. Well, I don't know. I'm tapped. There's yeah. something. There's something there. There's a lot. Uh, of librarian. Librarian. <laughs> <laughs> Take run with it, Anthony. Lyme. <laughs> uh, Lyme disease. It's also funny. Tired. Very funny. Uh, Aryan. Aryan. Ah, contrarian race. Yeah, the contrarian yeah. race. Contrarian race. <laughs> 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 we did it. We pulled it out of our butts. Somehow we got. There's nothing in poop. Wait, no, we found gold. Um, anyway, so that's probably that's probably my time. I think. All right. Uh, thanks, Mr. Jerb. Your Jerb. All right, Rob. Jerb. All right. Uh, thank you guys for listening to my for uh, hearing out my jokes. Let's see what we got today. We have a couple of. Silly ones. Uh, and I think I'm going to tell that story, too. Let's see how much time we got. Let's start right now. Let me press record because I didn't We could just finish where you left off during my turn. Uh, that's true. I could do that. Should I start with this? Yeah, why not? All right. <laughs> um, Brett's, Brett had a story earlier. Um, Can you flash back in an edit there? I think you know, <laughs> will. Yeah, I guess we could. Make it dream, black dream and white sequence. like Crispin Glover in Back to the Future. <laughs> you know, black and white. <laughs> We've all seen that movie. Um, so, yeah, Brett was talking about a, uh, a situation where he saw two people having this communication and he just knew what both sides were thinking. Um, I was privy to that where I didn't know what I was saying wrong uh, or I didn't realize that I had misunderstood somebody. And then I realized after the fact, it was one of those um, people who would approaches you on the street in like Union Square. And they ask you if you can effectively donate money to somebody, some group. Uh, I had a little extra time. So I decided to hear them out. I just wanted to hear their spiel. I wanted to hear their pitch, you know. And she started off really nice too. She was just like, hey, you know, like how much do you think that you might spend in like a given day? And I was like, hmm, that's a good question. I was like, you mean everything? She's like, yeah, like all of it combined, food, entertainment, whatever. And I was like, it's a lot. I mean, I live in New York City, so I don't know. It could be like 35 a day, maybe $40 a day. Like who knows how much I spend between sandwiches and all this crap, coffee. And she's like, okay, that's great. That's great. That's great. Now, um, do you think maybe you could, um, you know, spend a dollar a day? And I was like, no, <laughs> oh, I absolutely could not. And I laughed and I just kind of looked at her and she was like, oh, okay. No. <laughs> um, and then she got really weird and quiet 
And I was like waiting for the pitch. I was waiting for the, well, for just a dollar a day, you can whatever. You I thought maybe she was going to say like, there are some people out in the world who, you know, they have, they only have a dollar a day to live off of, you know, don't you feel bad for them? Couldn't you donate? I was waiting for whatever the fuck the shoe to drop was and it never came. And instead she got really weird to me. And I was like, are you going to ask me for the thing? She was like, well, here's, um, thank you for your time. Do you want to look up any information? Here's like a website. And I said, thanks. And then she left. And I was like, what? I've been approached by several of these types of people. I know how it works. I'm always kind of just curious and interested. This was the weirdest pitch. I'm literally four or five blocks down the road. And I went, oh, she didn't ask me if I thought I could live off a dollar a day. She asked me if I thought I could live off of a dollar less a day. And I just laughed at her face. And I was like, no. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I couldn't. That's ridiculous. And like, I like that even more because you weren't sure how much you spent today, but you were positive <laughs> that you could not exist with one dollar less than that number that you don't know. <laughs> I could not have pretended to be a bigger asshole in that moment <laughs> because I was so with her that I was like, oh, yeah, maybe $40 a day. Do you think you'd spend a dollar less? No. <laughs> no. That's ridiculous. Like, I was so convinced that she said a dollar a day that I just laughed. I was like, of course not. Who would? Who could? <laughs> like, I wouldn't let it go. And then she's like, okay. I <laughs> and she just cut <laughs> it off. She's like, I think we're good here. Um, as proof, a couple months later, I saw a person working for the same company and I kind of let them approach me because I wanted to see if they'd give the same spiel. And they were like, we know you. <laughs> <laughs> the clipboard she had a picture herself. of you. <laughs> 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 changed our entire script because of you. <laughs> oh, man, it was so funny. And then, and sure enough, um, uh, I was right that that was the script, and because I heard the spiel again, I said, "Wow, you were you did say that." I honest, I actually, actually don't know if she screwed up or not, or if I misheard her. Either way, it was so funny to me. Um, and I, I love that because they're they are relentless. Yeah, and for her to just give up. <laughs> I was like, "What did I say? What did I do?" But I gave her no wiggle room. I literally just adamantly denied that I could ever live off a dollar less a day. <laughs> and she was like. Do I do I make the pitch? I don't think I, <laughs> she just gonna... dropped. She dropped the clipboard, turned around, and walked away, and just faded into nothing. <laughs> I think she got a job at Goldman Sachs. <laughs> uh, and I love that, that. Like, there's a script, so it's like, well, if they say this, say that, and if they say this, say that. But she had no option. They just no... didn't cover somebody being a total monster. <laughs> Here's what you do if someone is really nice and engages with you and then just laughs in your face at the very idea that they could afford one dollar less a day. So do you uh, even know what they, what this woman was pitching? What what was the donation for? Um it, it was uh, I don't remember offhand. I probably would if you said it, you know, not UNICEF, not the Red Cross, um, not not planetary so, thing. Um, climate. Fitness. I don't think it's a climate thing either. I, I would remember if if I heard it. Uh, I, I was just wondering how offensive what you said was right, right. based <laughs> on the people. What it was. Children International. Yeah, <laughs> Star- starving children. And you're like a dollar? Me? A dollar? Give. 
Are you I've got places to be? <laughs> I may not know what I spend in a day, but I certainly know I can't spend a dollar. You're trying to ask me to go without my sleeve of Oreos that I eat every day? (laughs) (laughs) My Uh, bodega sleeve of Oreos that cost 99 cents? (laughs) That's my special treat. That is a, that's amazing. Is it really a dollar? Do you know those Oreos are not made of the same, they don't have the same uh, recipe as regular Oreos, the sleeve Oreos? Oh, really? They're a little smaller, a little harder. I looked into it, not even close. Wow. Is that true? Yeah, it's true. I just said it when you, on a podcast. When, <laughs> you, <laughs> when you buy Oreos just in a little, you when mean you like buy, the little sleeve that's like six the, the cookies box, or whatever? The box or the sleeve. Yeah, I'm pretty sure those are the same. So the little like cardboard box or, the, or that, if, if that they're out of the cardboard box. The ingredients to that are oh. markedly different than the ingredients to the regular Oreos. And I first, why do you think that is? You mean ingredients, or do you mean portions? Like, is the are they just smaller or harder? You say they're they're making them out of completely different things. Well, um, if the cookies are harder, that implies that they are made differently. Yeah, they they the ingredients are are different. <clears throat> I was going to give a snarky answer, but I decided not to. <laughs> do you Should, did you mean smaller, Rob? <laughs> I think he means smaller, right? Just laughing his Because he said ingredients, but I don't think you meant that. <laughs> I meant ingredients. <laughs> I even said recipe before that. <laughs> yeah, which I was like, God, Rob is a fucking you moron. Tell him. <laughs> he doesn't even know what he's talking about. He's got he a thesaurus for wrong words. Different ingredients to make a smaller Oreo. <laughs> well, we know he could be talking about chips. I think. <laughs> this guy doesn't know what he's talking about. Are you sure they were Oreos? You I sure think they, they could just do sure it. sure it wasn't orange juice, you moron? <laughs> do you guys know that the ingredients are different? Because this is, just, you know, salt and whole wheat. It's like a bag of pretzels. <laughs> Taste looks different. Totally different. Spelled totally different, different on the box. Tastes completely different. <laughs> <laughs> says ow when I bite it. That's just like a homeless dude, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're totally different. They're 100% different. Maybe they're harder because they're made for dunking. It's possible. Maybe. Maybe they're harder because they are not as well sealed because they're not in the in the massive package. Oh, so they're all, all these are things that I used to think because I remember buying a sleeve of Oreos and not enjoying them nearly as much as I would the original, you know, recipe. And I go, what the hell is this? These are smaller and harder and they just don't taste as good or as right. And then I bought both or I went to a store and I checked it, you know, compared the two. And I was like, holy shit, they're, they're different. They're just made with a different recipe. Probably, maybe even a different factory. Who knows? Something like that. Yeah. So when now, you said they didn't yeah. taste as good, did you mean smaller? <laughs> I guess my big question is how much of this is based on just your independent research and Um, whether or not you saw something that was like uh, well as I I feel like I just explained 30 seconds ago (laughs) Rob wasn't going to give a snarky answer (laughs) Jared forced him into it (laughs) Rob you will be an asshole to me (laughs) 
you were not getting it around. I this. just said I went into a store and I compared the actual ingredient so, labels from so the, you look at the label. Oreo the box. labels are different. The, the labels, the ingredients in the labels are different from a sleeve box of Oreos mm. to the regular packaging of Oreos. Yeah. So you're telling me the ingredients are not the same. <laughs> Now, I, my memory does not serve me well on this particular aspect, but I always felt that I never liked Oreo Minis, and I just always assumed that the Oreo Minis were just a different product altogether. No, no, no. Like There's just wildly different ingredients in Oreo. Right. <laughs> Guys, come on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I agree with you. <laughs> Is there a, are the Oreo Minis the ones that are actually soft? Is that a thing? No, those are Oreo just- soft. Is, oh, is that what it's called? There are soft Oreos. Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure. No, you're thinking of yeah. gum. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. You're right. <laughs> Oreo flavored gum. It's I like- guess what I'm trying to say, Rob, is I don't know where you're trying to go with this bit. <laughs> I don't know. I have a whole thing about Laffy Taffy's, too, uh, if, you're, if you're curious. <laughs> Small Laffy Taffy's versus the big one, they are not even, they're not even the you same the Laffy product. Laffy Taffy that you buy at the bodega on 34th Street. <laughs> different ingredients than Laffy Taffy that you buy at the bodega on 86th. Now I'm telling the story. The short of it is, is that there used to be two companies. One was Tangy Taffy, one was Laffy Taffy. Laffy Taffy was not Tangy. It was, it was just like a saltwater taffy. It was hilarious. Tangy Taffy was <laughs> Tangy. And then Laffy Taffy bought out Tangy Taffy. They changed the name, but just kept the ingredient. So it was like there was the big bars that are Laffy Taffy that are really Tangy Taffies. And then there's the small ones that are just the old product. No change in anything. <laughs> they just literally make two different candies, but called the same name. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening here? So. How can they even get away with that? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Trump's America. <laughs> so Jared would read the, the, the separate name for the smaller one and be like, I think they meant smaller. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd be right. <laughs> he would be right in that case. Are you like talking about the difference between a Whopper and a Whopper Jr.? Because I have my... <laughs> Uh, one time, uh, Rob and I uh, talked about how funny it would be to prank Steve uh, while we were on tour by uh, putting Laffy Taffy's in the sunroof or somewhere. Uh, I bought a giant bag from Walmart of, of small Laffy Taffy's um, uh, and, uh, to, just to get him to open the sunroof and then they would all fall down. Um, and uh, I then told Steve that Rob and I talked about that and then I... Bought, or I, at that point, I hadn't bought the Laffy Taffies. Right. Uh, I told Steve, and then I was like, Steve, get Rob to open the sunglasses thing. Because I set up the Laffy Taffy. So it was like a multi-level prank where he knew about the prank, but he thought that we had just talked about doing it to Steve. Uh, and, so uh, and Steve, they're, they're sitting next to each other. This is my favorite part, is that, is that uh, they're sitting next to each other, dro- Rob's driving, and Steve goes, can you get me my sunglasses? And then Rob does it, and the Laffy Taffies fall out. He laughs, and he's like, just so you know, the only reason that that worked is because you would ask me to get your sunglasses. (laughs) You're right next to them. They are just as close to you. Anybody else, I'd be like, what? Why would you? You'd be like, is there a prank up ruin here? (laughs) You know, Rob, I actually, I looked it up because I felt like an asshole. Right. And you're 100% right. So the regular oh. Oreos is. <laughs> you really sugar. didn't believe him until you looked it up? <laughs> yeah, I just, to, I just wanted to clarify. And now you regular, feel like less of an asshole? <laughs> regular. regular <laughs> yeah, well, how does that make you less of an asshole? <laughs> I believed him because he told me he saw it with his own eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I also believed him, but I also know how Rob is about things like this. 
Right. <laughs> Rob I actually knows I believed when. him this was a bit that you guys ruined. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> oh, no. So well. <laughs> I feel like we made it better. Okay, do the bit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I actually <laughs> looked it up, Rob. You're totally right about that. So, yeah, regular ingredients list, sugar, enriched flour, the sleeves, less sugar, less enriched flour. <laughs> um, Less palm oil, less high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> in parentheses, just smaller all around in general. Yeah, fewer bits of salt, fewer soy lichen. <laughs> Half the vanilla. You it, it sounds like you're pretty close on some of these ingredients. Are you? Are you actually? I actually was no- looking at the ingredients nice. list. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah. When I when I care when I care about something, I go I go deep on it. You go hard. Um. So that's that's the Oreo story. Now let me know let me know if I start glitching at all because I had to my computer went down to one percent, so I had to start plugging it in. And I opted looks, to unplug my Ethernet. Looks good so far. Great. Um Oh man, I got I got a dumb one. Alright, I'll just say the dumb one. Uh I don't have a baby yet, but I still like to get in tummy time. <laughs> just thirty minutes a day. Just <laughs> Yeah. With with anybody's kid, or? No, just me, with me, I I oh. just do a little, <laughs> a little shimmy. So yeah, but, but oh, you gotta imagine me on my belly. Isn't tummy time a belly to belly thing? <clears throat> uh, tummy time for a baby is when the baby is on its belly and it's supposed to help get its some. It's like neck muscles, uh, other okay. muscles in. I didn't, I know, what didn't know what that was. I, I thought, thought tummy was... time was like you touch the belly or you do one of those like. <laughs> Something like that. I thought it was. I had no idea. I thought it involved to a parent and a child. Um, well, the parent should be there to like assist because then the baby's just going to get exhausted and, and flat on its face. Because like the thing is, is it for is, gas. Well, you don't want the baby to sleep on its stomach at night because it could suffocate itself. Mm, but it, the reason it might suffocate itself is because it can't like lift its head up and it just can't do anything. So you want supervised tummy time in order for it to build up those muscles faster so that it can be more self-sufficient. If it gets on its stomach, it can not just, you know, suck a blanket ah. to death. Um, so I believe that is the thing. I, I haven't looked into it as much as the Oreo thing, but I'm pretty sure that's how many time is. Jarrett? And <laughs> <laughs> See, a baby Jarrett is a smaller human. The ingredients are the same. Uh, <laughs> I would kind of like this tummy time bit, even with an explanation about what it is. <laughs> sure. I can do that. I think a lot of people at this point know, especially if there's women around um, or people with kids. Uh, I, I just thought it was really spent a lot of time me, with me alone to get tummy time. Yeah, I like it. Uh, yeah, so tummy time, like, is, tummy yeah. time is when a baby lays on their stomach to help them do what? Uh, to strengthen their neck muscles, arm muscles. Uh, okay, so tummy time is, is uh, when a baby will lay on their stomach to help strengthen some of their muscles, their neck, their arms, um, or as I like to call it, bad yoga. <laughs> <laughs> I like that too. I think, Anthony, what you're thinking of was, um, what is it called? It's called like skin skin-to-skin contact or something like that. There, there's other times... That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah, where you're supposed to have the baby rest on your chest mm. and then you're like, you're both naked or something and then you're just letting the skin... Injured. I didn't think that was part of it. Well, <laughs> Pretty sure. I think you're naked. 
<laughs> I think what well, that, I was thinking of was just yeah. playing with a baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what it was, but I figured it out from the context. I was like, oh, that's a baby thing. It's funny because it's an adulting a baby thing. Yeah, yeah that, I think, yeah, even, even just, and, and tummy time is <laughs> tummy a funny time. word, so anytime, <laughs> if I could just imagine Rob having tummy time on his own, that's just hilarious, whether I, don't I know, know exactly what tummy time is or not. Doing, but, <laughs> it's that, but it's that, it's funny. If I were fat and had, like, a nice beer belly, I think that would just make it so oh, yeah. a funnier joke, <laughs> just imagining, like, uh, uh, Bert, Bert Kreischer or whatever doing sure. <laughs> a tummy time joke, just imagining him, just like, you know, just get, get the neck muscles going, just sit, sit on my tummy. <laughs> Or whatever. It's funny. Um, let's do one more for, for good measure. Um, okay, this is... I don't know what this is. You know when people really, really care about your grammar uh, and they want to correct you, you know, and people refer to them as, as grammar Nazis? Um, you can just say Nazis. Like, I, like I, I think that if people really care about my syntax and word choice, if it really bothers that much, I think you also hate Jews. Secretly, I think that you also would want. You, that's what I feel. I think you probably. Oh. Hey, you got your roommate. Yep, I got a new roommate. So you're telling me that now you can't just go. Meh. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> correct. <laughs> have you have you done this joke before, Rob? It, it sounds kind of familiar. Hmm. Um, what do you know of? I don't know. You know, it did sound familiar to me too. Really? Oh, saying yeah. just call them Nazis. That wasn't a thing that you have ever... Maybe somebody has a bit that goes in the other direction where it's like, um, you know, of all the things that I didn't like about the Nazis, like them being very strict about grammar wasn't really high on the list. Mm, I, for, I, I remember hearing mm. something like that. Yeah. For me, I will say, <clears throat> uh, Rob, you, you did put your quotations in the wrong part of grammar Nazi. You put oh, it yeah, wrong grammar. Oh, damn it. Oh, so that's it's my supposed note. to be grammar Nazi? <laughs> yeah. Like that. I guess Brett hates Jews? Is that uh, no. the logic of your joke, Rob? The logic of my joke would dictate that Brett hates Jews. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know if that logic even works. I just thought it'd be like, I just thought it'd be funny maybe if I just thought grammar Nazis were not Nazis about grammar, but they also probably just literally are, are Nazis. And, you know, it, it, maybe it's not that funny because... Maybe that's how people do intend it to be, um, but I just be like, it's it's just it's funny to in my mind to call someone like an actual like no you are a you are the literal you know rounding up gypsies and Jews and anybody else and murdering them not I, because not you care about grammar. I'm not sure I make the connection between somebody who cares about grammar and hating Jews. There, there probably is none. There is none. There literally is none. I'm just, I'm doing some literally kind of hyperbolically. There is. <laughs> I'm just doing a hyperbole, saying like, you know, you're a, you're a monster. You're an actual literal monster just because you care about this one thing. But I guess that's not really a fun thing. Remember tummy time? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the tummy time. <laughs> Um, you know what I thought of years ago, and I couldn't remember exactly how this worked out, but it was like somebody had, you know, there's grammar Nazis, then there was like other little like Nazis with some kind of moniker. And then I was thinking of if somebody was like, it's like, oh, these people really care about, you know, my 
religion. They're like how I, like it's like they're religious Nazis. And then that's when I thought of like that's just Nazis. Like that's just what they did, <laughs> kind of thing. But I don't remember how that went and how that worked out. So I thought of this instead. This um this might be dumb, but what if you were at a protest like the women's march, and a white supremacist told you that you had spelled something wrong on your protest sign? You'd be like, fucking grammar Nazi. I like that. It's funny because neo Nazis always have things misspelled on their signs. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Or maybe you saw a white power rally and you were surprised that there was like one guy whose sign was spelled completely correctly. And he's like, I guess that's the grammar Nazi. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Out of all the Nazis, <laughs> that fun. one is the grammar Nazi. Oh, yeah, I like, I like your, your thing, Anthony, because then you can kind of be like, wow, of all these, yeah, the opposite. Of all these Nazis, not one of them is a grammar Nazi. You know, yeah, yeah. all these misspelled, miss, whatever, they always get there wrong. Wow, <laughs> for all the Nazis that are yelling at me online, not one of them is a grammar Nazi. Not one of them is a grammar Nazi. Something like that. Anyway, I don't know. This will all get cut. We're going to end on tummy time. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Should we actually end on tummy time? Should we? There, there is a good, good, good possibility between Brett's roommate coming in and this joke yeah, taking that I that Just I will stone faced here. I uh, already great episode, guys. Great episode, guys. Thanks, man. Talk See to you later. later. You have no outro. No outro. Oh, uh, no outro, thanks, guys. Bye. Thanks, no outro. Thanks for thanks for listening and watching. This has been. Is this anything? Bye. Mention the Patreon. Yeah, check out our Patreon and give us money for stuff. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? Thank you so much for watching. We just want to remind you that we have a live Zoom show coming up on February 23rd at 9 p.m. Eastern. You can get tickets at NowhereTime.com. It's our second live show. Our first one was awesome. You definitely want to come check it out. We're pitching jokes live. You can laugh along with us. Uh, one member of our Patreon will get to pitch a joke as well. People contribute in the comments. It's super fun. So come check it out February 23rd, 9 p.m. Eastern. These guys have helped zero <laughs> in this. Pitch. Oh, uh, was I supposed to do something? We, no, we've been that's doing. Okay. No, we got it. You can't see us doing our funny reactions to what you're saying. We got it's good it. enough.